1: I have never been more angry in my life at Guy Montgomery than I am right now. What? Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Overlooked and Undercooked, a critical review of the many projects and lives of Rob Schneider. I'm Tim Batt, and this is Guy. Hey, Guy. Hiya, Tim. Um, Tim and I have
2: just watched on a brisk sort of winter's uh, Wednesday morning... Rob Schneider's first, since his breakout HBO half hour, I believe, actually, his first comedy special, Asian Mama, Mexican Kids, on Netflix. It was released pretty recently. It's a brisk 44 minutes, (laughs) and um, this is the first of seven reviews that we'll be (laughs) undertaking together as we explore uh, Rob's offering. I don't think we've ever done this to the... um, We've never done stand-up comedy inside of the sort of worst idea franchise
1: no we've never given um a a comedian special the old worst idea treatment until now um (laughs) what an absolutely fucked one to to do it to it's well first of all um a stand-up special unlike a movie is, I think, probably a piece of media that would stand up, generally speaking, to multiple watches. Because a good considered special, which most of them are, like if if a comedian is getting to the stage of committing that material to a fully-fledged production that's going to be streaming online, um, you're sort of retiring, generally speaking, a bunch of jokes out of your live stand-up circuit. So there's material you've been working on for anywhere between like usually two and five years. Um not in this fucking case. No way, man. I'm pretty convinced Rob Schneider just thought of a lot of these things on the fly on stage. Yeah. Uh, I would I would be in, I feel like what you're
2: suggesting through that sentence Tim is that this is not a good comedy special. And I am willing to agree with you on that. This is one of the most pedestrian Sort of time
1: warp style uh, things I've watched. In we've been watching porn from the seventies recently, and this felt more outdated and offensive than that. Yeah, it's. Um, I just like.
2: I, I often think about. It's a weird thing watching a comedy special because it does. There is more pressure on the performance than if you were to watch it live in the room, just by virtue of the fact you've chosen to record this and distribute it to more than just the people who wanted to watch it on the night and so i've always felt as a comedian i'm a harsher judge of specials than i would like to be and then i am of material in the room because it's like i feel like i'm setting a higher bar to clear and the the feeling i got when i was watching this was like i i was sort of paying attention because you know in the interest of the podcast and the conversation it was important to to note what was happening but the idea of watching this in the room, say at the classic, which is sort of Auckland or New Zealand's uh, predominant comedy club, like I, c- I could literally place myself on the balcony inside of my body, watching any comedian, <laughs> any comedian in the country, or any comedian I've seen in the entirety of my life, opening up any of these premises. And literally yeah. pulling out my phone to go <laughs> on any of the apps I have instead of engaging with and listening to what is being said, like there wasn't a single thing, an idea that Rob Schneider introduced
1: that was of any
2: int- interest
1: <laughs> relevance. Okay, well we did a fun, we did a fun thing which unfortunately didn't um, pan out for me because my laptop crashed halfway through. But we were writing um, a set list of what it would look like. For a comedian to have on stage with them, just a little notebook page with one word prompts for the jokes that you're going to cover in that special are. But, Guy, you've, you've, your one, uh,
2: yeah, mine survived
1: till the end, right?
2: Yeah. So he he opens, he opens with the same joke that they opened the trailer with. That I, as I watched the trailer with Tim, said sort of aghast out loud, How can that be the joke you lead your trailer with? It's not just how he leads the trailer, it's how he leads the entire special, which is a joke about how. (laughs) Uh, in a set list it just says sex versus cookies. And uh, the basic premise is, I'm of an age now where I like cookies more than I like sex. And then he sort of opens and explores this premise by uh, imagining that his wife or some unnamed woman has cookies underneath her breasts. And he's much more interested in moving the breast out of the way to enjoy the cookie. And that sort of is like, bang, here I am. I, actually, no, that's not fair. First thing he says when he walks out on stage is, "You can do it."
1: <laughs> I missed that completely. I didn't hear that. I oh also
2: want—I want to tell you, Tim—that this special was recorded in 2020, what? mere in Salt Lake City, mere moments before the world went into crisis and lockdown. Like this was recorded at a time when the knowledge that COVID nineteen is a highly infectious and dangerous disease was out yeah. there. But like before there was any actual sort of federal or collective enforced action and Rob Schneider, for whatever reason, looked at the chicken scratch that he'd put down on a bit of paper and said, I've sold or given away X number of tickets to this taping. I am not calling this off.
1: You know what would have been incredible if he just had it descended into a a, a bit of freestyling on his thoughts on COVID on stage? Dude, like, it's, 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 that would
2: be something. Yeah, it's very grim, but that would genuinely be interesting. It would be wrong and it would probably be damaging, but actually. I don't even know that it would be damaging because I was thinking about this I was watching this and Chelsea was in the kitchen making a coffee and I was watching it very uh, rudely and selfishly just on my laptop with like the audio open to sort of infect anyone else's ear canal <laughs>
1: normally it's selfish to do the opposite to to keep the comedy to yourself through headphones but in the case of Rob Schneider's special it is a a, a meaner thing to let the audio leak out and she was just like aghast at what he was saying She's like how is
2: this like, why has no one said anything about this? And I was like, (laughs) because no one cares. No one knows it's happened. Like the, I don't know who asked for this. I don't know if Nick, if this followed the sort of traditional Netflix model of them paying for a special or the Rob Schneider Netflix model of him creating something and paying them to release it. He
1: leaves a tiny external hard drive with play this on a post-it note and a big bag of money outside an executive producer who he uh-huh. stalked and found the home address of. And this motherfucker is sneaking them onto the platform without telling (laughs) like anyone because it's getting his kids through college rob schneider is paying for this guy to send his child to stanford
2: oh it's crazy so he opens up with his vs cookies then he goes into his fucked up on
1: cheese material which is like a um his fucked up on cheese material is centered around the premise that young people love to get fucked up rob schneider is in his 50s now if he wanted to get fucked up He'd eat cheese. That's the whole joke. That's all of it. It's there. Yeah, and then he does a great bit
2: about his. Uh, uh, he's got a personal trainer, and how gross he finds ripped old people.
1: At least that's relatable. What you know, the stretched skin thing. I see where he's coming from there. Get one point to Rob, actually. Congratula- Fuck you, guy. One congratulations, guy. Congratulations.
2: Look, there was a, there was one. I think I I hopefully annotated it. There was yeah. one joke which I was like, you know what? That's like actually a, a fairly intri- like a, a a universal observation I've not heard said
1: aloud um, before. Was it when he was doing the Chinese restaurant owner accent, or was it when he was doing his Mexican wife accent, or was it when he was doing his Filipino mother accent? Was it, was it one actually, of those? It was
2: no, Tim. It was the great uh, Korean barbecue bit where he did. Ah. His uh, Korean accent, <laughs> I'll get I'll get to what it was. But anyway, so he does his personal train a bit. And then he starts talking about his wife, which sort of represents uh, the beginning of the end. Like those three jokes, at least, they were sort of independent joke jokes. They represented the idea that he wasn't going to like, I sort of like look at those three as like, here are three jokes or my efforts at jokes or like here are three sentences And then it was just this long garbled chunk of like him admonishing himself and his family for enabling him to have a wife and have children. Just paragraph upon paragraph. Just reams of like incoherent diatribe.
1: Sorry to pull you out of this. But like, do you just have the set list? Can you just read me the words that you've written down?
2: Yeah. I mean, I I didn't just do single words, but I go sex first cookies, fucked up on cheese, personal trainer. Wife, maybe me or wife, Mexican question mark, uh, Dickens sweatpants. And that is a great em- bit. Embarrassingly. That's the one that I had earmarked is like, he talks about <laughs> how it's dangerous. Having your, having your wearing sweatpants because he'll take his penis out too early when he's doing things like going to the bathroom. And I have like, when I've really had to go to the bathroom and been in a house and sort of forgotten myself, like taken my penis out before i'm in the toilet and then notice it and be like this is absurd this is grotesque and so to hear him distill like an observation that i'd sort of amused myself with before i'm putting myself on a pedestal above rob schneider controversially uh i sort of signed up for that and then he took away all the good work he'd done by almost stumbling into an original premise by doing the classic pullback and reveal of being like but this i'm in an olive garden it's the sort of yeah. like you know Sir, this is a Wendy's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh three year old toilet training, seven year old nightmares, allergies, third marriage, and then I've got in all caps my big mother in law molestation bit.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Which he I sort of had-
1: sexually assaults his mother in law. Which is funny because he thought he was sexually assaulting his wife. So you see, there's the twist.
2: And then the other twist is that his wife is like okay with both of those outcomes because his mother in law hates him so much. She'd rather just let the moment of Rob grabbing her in bed pass than talk to him. This special is laced with moments of like borderline self awareness where Rob articulates just how un- unliked he is in his immediate community.
1: Yeah. And it's not only that, but I think he does recognize. The why as well. The problem, this is where Rob Schneider falls down. He knows that he's a bad guy, and he knows that people hate him. And I think he kind of understands loosely why that's the case. But he has a belief that everyone is as shitty as he is, as as a human. And he has all of these routines in the special. Well, not that many. It's a fucking short special. The closer of which is about a five minute song that he does with his daughter who's a legitimate pop star which we will get to but he's got so many moments where he keeps oh like there's one joke in particular where he's (laughs) this is so it's so bleak it's so fucking bleak where he's talking about how his wife kind of wants to leave him because he's so shitty and he's like yeah yeah and you'll find someone else because you're gorgeous but then you'll hate them because everyone's like me. And then you'll dump them and you'll move on to someone else because you're gorgeous. You'll find someone else. And then you'll fucking hate them because they'll be like Rob Schneider too because all men are like me. And it's just like, dude, no. Rob Schneider, no. Absolutely. I'm like, roll up a newspaper and just bash you on the nose with and that. It's not right.
2: You're sort of looking like you're imagining Rob Schneider as a naughty dog at this point. Yeah, um he is. And the other sort of logic that was underpinning that joke, and he sort of articulates, articulates it at the end, is like, essentially, it's also about how his wife is a crazy bitch for being unhappy with Rob Schneider. Yeah. It's like, there's just, it's so, it's really hard to articulate. But yeah, so there's these, these three preamble jokes. Then there's the, I've got a wife, I've got children. I hate all of them. I hate myself. And he does like... A decent chunk. Oh, he does it. He sort of leads into that. He does a molestation bit. Then he does a bit. Rob is Asian, so he sort of outlines that he's got a Filipino mother, and then he sort of starts railing very gently against the uh Hollywood, like against the current Hollywood system, or like against diversity in the arts, by saying he's not the right kind of Asian, and he probably could have actually made some interesting and There's funny. Something- material yeah. out of this but like, he's that's like that's
1: a promising premise that he leaves on the floor
2: well you you hammered at home inside of uh, a running conversation or a running chat while we are watching the special which is like he has such a simple like he is this special really highlights just like how simple this guy is this is a really really like fundamentally simple guy who is in who has been at various points in his career in proximity to comedy greatness and like has managed to successfully—he's an opportunist, I guess—he's parlayed that into a, a multi-million-dollar career, like a very successful career. But this special really lays bare, which I guess is what stand-up comedy can do—is like you know, the, it, it can it can sing and it can be incredible. But like in this instance, it's just really highlights how like how primitive he is, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly revealing just about how little was going on in his head, which you can read a few different ways because to us, I think it's infinitely frustrating to see someone and it's the laziness as well. It's kind of like, because having a complexity of thought or, or like a complexity of worldview is definitely not a necessary step for a good comedy special. You could like, well done. You could just talk about, Shapes or something You know Well, I, it's, Yeah
2: he could embrace His
1: idiocy Or it's it's interesting Because if I think about it and, But no work's been done Yeah yeah On the I,
2: comedy If I think about it In comparison To Say Norm Like My probably favourite stand up Is Norm Macdonald And it's like His whole persona is he is an idiot. Like, he presents himself as being so thick. And the work that underpins that is, like, he's probably the smartest person. Like, in terms of, like, deconstructing and putting something together, he's probably the most intelligent person in the room. Like, every yeah. premise that he prefaces by saying, I'm an idiot, I don't know anything, comes with about three months of, like, you know, Reading. Hard graft. <laughs> and, like, yeah. yeah. And so, but Rob Schneider's just, like, I'm an idiot and that's worked for me. And so I will not work on like presenting this in any interesting or creative or like investigative way. I'm just an and then, idiot.
1: And then worse still, it's, it's so often not even going, I'm an idiot. It's going, I've got a bitch wife. Let's yeah. make fun of her right it's, now.
2: So, yeah. So he does, he, he he rails against his wife. He says his mother is Asian. He does this big bit about his mum. Um,
1: your catchphrase. Everyone loves a catchphrase. The catchphrase is, see what happens. And I think he uses that in real Rob from memory as well, right? Isn't that a yeah. catchphrase on one of the years? I,
2: th- I think so. And it's um, it almost works at one point. He displays like a knowledge of mic technique or joke structure where he does like <laughs> there's a this thing in comedy called the rule of threes, which is like you do one two and then the third one is different or unusual and that's like the the funniest you
1: set up your pattern and the, the your funniest twist.
2: bit he does like five or six of them none of them are very funny but the last one involves his mum being far away so previously the four or five before that when like he he does something wrong he's an idiot as a child and his mum goes see what happens the sixth or seventh one whatever it is it, she's far away and so instead of see what happens the delivery is see what happens
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So that rose.
2: He he sort of introduces this. uh, The the introduction of him being half Filipino is essentially a qualifier for the sort of 15 to 20 minutes of horrifically like rampant racism racist accent work that defines the middle chunk of this special which is just rob schneider like drawing out jokes that were on the cutting room floor of like all manner of specials from the 90s and early 2000s which are just like chinese restaurants are open at christmas you ever notice at Korean barbecue, you have to cook your own food? Like the most boring entry level observations, all punched and spiced up by the fact that here is a 53 year old man in 2020 unafraid to do the most unabashedly racist and like, yeah, cover all Asian accent.
1: Well, in, in addition to like the accent work, the content is insane. He says at one point, I think in a Chinese accent, because um, he's talking about Chinese restaurants being open on Christmas, uh, "fuck Jesus," and then goes on to um, say how like Chinese restaurants have a, a meal special for nine eleven, and it's just like, man, I don't know, Rob, I don't fucking know about any of this. I yeah yeah, I almost like within
2: within the that horrible joke, I almost respected like. The balls? Well, yeah, because I'm like, he doesn't know he's being offensive with the first part of it, but he's at least like trying out something by veering towards like, yeah, what, I know what you. What mean. would be widely recognised as risque material?
1: Yeah, yeah, there's at least some stakes to it, whereas the but, other stuff is just like, my yeah. wife's a fucking bitch, and my so, mum yeah. is Asian, and so, I suck.
2: He does all of this, um. He literally just does a bunch of, like, you know, five minutes of a Chinese accent, and then at the end of it, he qualifies it again by saying, that's not racist, it's accurate, and you think, what reprieve, finally, no more of this. And then he instead just dives straight into a bit about how, A, you never see homeless Asian people in America, and then that's another 10-minute chunk of Rob Schneider doing a Chinese accent, and then into his Korean barbecue bit, which is, like, it's it's crazy to me, this part of it, he says, um, he accuses the Korean barbecue restaurant model of being lazy, but he's like, seems kind of lazy. And I'm like, the lack of self-awareness at any point in the special, to have the sentence
1: seems kind of lazy is just so like brazen and oblivious. So look, something we haven't talked about yet, and, and I don't know, maybe we should save um, juicing some of this stuff for the, the following six episodes. At, <clears throat> I think about the... It might even be like the halfway mark of this very, very short comedy special. He introduces a man to come on stage and start playing classical piano, which goes for the rest of the show, <laughs> just as an undercurrent to add some pathos to his jokes. And this is where Rob changes gears into um trying to approach... The me too moment in a way At the start And then quickly disregarding it But then just for the rest of the set The rest of his show There's just a pianist Playing on stage for him
2: Yeah so you don't really see the pianist When he comes out on the stage And um Do you actually I will say this The very start Did you see the very very start of it When he's like He says Welcome Please welcome Rob Schneider And he's like Side of stage and looking at the camera Yeah I kind of like that it's, yeah, difficult to find, cool. it's, it's difficult to find an interesting way for a comedian to get to the stage in specials these days. And that was not necessarily interesting, but it was like, it was somewhat novel. It was like, it was, and it was intimate. It felt kind of cool to be there for yeah. that. Yeah. Just because so,
1: that's normally what happens when, like, yeah. so shout are out are doing shows.
2: Shout out to Rob Schneider for that. Obviously, you couldn't get anyone to tour with him.
1: But <laughs> yeah, you don't really. Not s- true. Not true. You got a blood relative to close the show with him.
2: Oh, that's true. But you don't you don't see the piano when he walks out the stage after that moment. You don't really like notice that there's a piano or more importantly,
1: a pianist on the stage. Well, he comes on. He he welcomes him on. He does he, introduce him to the So very, he does
2: briefly. like he does his twenty minutes of accent work and then he just turns to the piano and he goes, Would you mind playing me a little something? And he, he as Tim says, sort of very gingerly launches into he says, Man, it's been a you know, there's a lot of Men are bad. Men and he's sort of like fumbling around how to articulate it, which is crazy to be even remotely sensitive or aware because it just turns out to be another framework for him
1: to rail against his miserable wife. This is um, that's the men are all like potential pigs or something, right? I forget the exact wording, but that's potential pigs. All
2: men have pig potential. And then that's pretty much him saying all men have pig potential is like the way he opens up the premise that men and women are different. All men want is sex. All women want is relationships. And bear in mind, this comes not 20 minutes after his big opener, which is, I like cookies more than sex.
1: (laughs) So then um, the special gracefully ends with him being joined on stage by his actual daughter, his adult daughter, who is... um, she was born in eighty nine, so L... that makes her what like thirty one. Al King is her name, daughter of um, a, a British model and Rob Schneider, Jesus. who is a very legitimate Grammy nominated pop star. Who <laughs> they just do a karaoke number at the end, yeah. And she is phenomenal, and Rob is shitty. Um, it's crazy. Like it's,
2: he- it's really nuts. It's like, that's the moment where you can sort of see he knew he didn't quite have enough to get this over the line. Even with the big bag of cash next to the hard drive. He was like, there needs to be something more than just me.
1: How staggering is it to do a special? Like even, how much do you think was cut out of the live show to go into this? Because if you take out the song, which uh, honestly was probably about four minutes, right? And I think the runtime of the special was about 43 or something like that. So, like, he barely made it to 40 minutes of a comedy special. What confidence. Well, I just, I to just. Go, I'm going to film this.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. I also just want to quickly say because there is, after he opens up the men want sex, women want relationships, and before he brings his daughter out, he did one of the most insane act outs I've seen, which is like, he's talking about. Uh, It's not even a premise, but he he lingers on it for about five minutes, which is like um it's about levels of attraction in a marriage where he says, uh if you're Oh fuck it's a a long joke. If a man is roughly as attractive as his wife, he treats her like this. But if he's married to a Victoria's Secret model, he (laughs) treats her like
1: this. (laughs) You honestly like as he's delivering the joke halfway through, you can see the matrix that he's written on a a notebook (laughs) page where it goes. It goes like attractive man, attractive woman, playboy model on the X axis up the top. And then running down the Y axis, it's like lost car keys, um, left kids in a mall. And, and then it's just, like, all the re, the, the six <laughs> yeah. different reactions among those those different variables. It's really fucking weird. It's so weird to see such a, like, mathematical approach to trying to make a joke very, like, nakedly. But it's completely not funny. And it just goes really long. And you're like, I see what you're trying to do. Like, I get it. You're trying it's, to do callbacks and it's shit. Awesome, but yeah, it's, but it, never, it
2: never... It never accelerates. It's like being at a it's like going for a road trip and you're driving like a hundred kilometers and you leave the driveway at 15 kilometers because there's children in the neighborhood. and then the whole way, the car never accelerates. you're just only going at 15 kilometers and you're like, why what why are we doing this? This
1: doesn't make sense. Very strange to see. What did you think of Al King's performance, Guy? Did it rescue the special for you? Rescue is a generous word. It was, um,
2: it was satisfying to see someone who was good at their job, and actually, that's not fair to the pianist. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, the pianist was fantastic.
2: Yeah, and so yeah, it was. It, she's she's got a great voice. I mean, there's no denying it. He then, like, after delivering, I don't know half of his special railing against his wife and kids it's more it's honestly more it's more than 50 percent. they um he brings them all out on stage as well and it's like it's this weird sort of i feel to, honestly it reads to me as this weird sort of insecure like uh he's aware he's released something he's, he's aware that this product is not up to snuff he's nah. aware he might not still carry the goodwill of the audience nah. in
1: the in the theater or at home and so no, I, you're wrong what is it? You're completely wrong. That's not what it is. He does not have that level of self-awareness guy. He absolutely doesn't. It's more like um, a kid dragging their parents to a music recital where they've been learning violin for six weeks. And the parents have to like applaud and praise the effort that was done for something that is awful and um, painful to listen to he doesn't he he's not trying to undo any evil that he thinks he's done because he just does not have the brain capacity to recognize yeah. what he's up to it's um
2: it's borderline unwatchable and i look forward to six more screenings with my friend tim and perhaps a variety of guests perhaps one perhaps none but um certainly anyone we can rope into joining us on this severely
1: misguided journey um you know how I'd love to get, and I shouldn't say this on the podcast, it's a bad idea to like say things out loud to, to throw ideas out when there's no intention of like making it happen. I would love to get sloths on to talk about this special. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was actually uh, messaging with him yesterday. I'll ask. Dude, you should. That's very fortuitous. It feels like the universe is trying to tee it up. We should do it. <laughs> I would absolutely love... <laughs> Love, love, love to watch this over the internet and chat about it with slob. Yeah.
2: Um, it is, yeah. it's So first review, I guess we'll do it out of seven because we're going to do seven screenings. I give Rob Schneider's Asian Mama Mexican Kids one out of seven.
1: I'm also going to give it a one and I will qualify the one star because of the pianist and Al King's appearance.
2: My one is because he made it and it's easy for us to sit back and talk shit but he made it he paid a lot of money for it to go to air and for that I say well done